This season, the Oskaloosa Indians football team will be brought to you by Eddie Pearson of Home Plate Sports Cards in Oskaloosa. For the best sports cards in the industry, go talk to Eddie Pearson right there in Oskaloosa, Iowa. We're talking Oskaloosa Indians. We've got Coach Dowd. Uh, welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. So, anyway, uh, um, we're going to just start, get right into it. Uh, we're going to go position by position uh, over the the season, and you tell me uh, uh, who's you know who's in competition for these jobs, or who has the jobs, or some some you're going to have returning guys, and some you have open competitions for. So just let me know as we said. But we'll start with the quarterbacks. Who, who's the guys that might be the starting quarterback? Maybe some uh, in the running for backup quarterbacks. Yeah, so we have three guys competing at quarterback. Um, that's a healthy competition, though. They've been great teammates. And that, that's uh, Merrick Pageant. He's a junior. Parker Lewis is a junior. And also Kane Boonder, who's a sophomore. Um, all three of them have strengths of their own. And, you know, I said in a different interview that I would feel pretty good about putting any of them on the field. So that we're in a really good spot at quarterback just with um, our depth there. And, and I've told all of those guys, too, like whoever's not, not the guy right away, the other two are going to be on the field somewhere. So uh, they just got to keep plugging. Well, that's, that's good. Uh, well, let's talk about the weapons that that uh, quarterback, whoever it is, is going to have. Uh, and it starts with the running backs. Let's talk about the running backs and the fullbacks and how you how you uh, incorporate those guys, both the blocking scheme and the uh, moving the ball. Yeah, so our, our two lead running backs coming back would be um, senior JT Baker, who, you know, he had a, a serious knee injury where he – tore his meniscus and uh, an ACL, maybe MCL. Um, it was pretty bad in week one last year against Tumble, so we lost him for the entire year. Uh, so he's back looking strong. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be one of our guys that running back. And then uh, Don, Dominic Pearsall, who will return for us, he was a sophomore last year, stepped in, and, and he's, I mean, he's a very athletic, he's a weapon. So two guys at, at a running back spot there, and we have a little bit more depth there with some younger guys. And then uh, – at our fullback-ish spot, it's more of a wing player for us, um, is uh, Wyatt Grubb. He's a returning senior. He's been a three – this will be his third year starting there. So um, he's doing a nice job leading that position. And then uh, Trey Parks, Caden Parker, Havon Knox, um, and Jake Lynn are all guys that are behind him. So we have some good depth there too. Well, uh, a player kind of um, – a lot of people are utilizing them the same, same – similarly to a fullback uh, – kind of like a fullback if he was a receiver, but the tight end. Do you have any, you know, some guys run two tight ends, some run one. Uh, uh, what, who, who do you have that can play that tight end role that can block and also be be a check down for the quarterback? Yeah, so that would be more like our, our fullback F position. We run him on wings, so we, uh, we can adjust him to each side of the formation. Um, that'd be like our Wyatt Grubb type player. And then we'll have uh, we'll have three wide almost on almost all of our formations too. So uh, that that would be more of the Wyatt Grubb position there. All right. Well, let's talk. If you seem like you're pretty excited about this core receivers that you got, uh, who's who's old, who's new, who's borrowed, who's blue? What do we got over there? Uh, so yeah, I mean we're gonna be really young there, but man, we we have a lot of weapons. Uh, I can I can list off names: Parker Lewis, Max Roche, Jade Durande, Havon Knox, Caden Parker, Omar Garcia, Maddox Asman, um, Landon Ramos. I mean, the list goes on. Jake Greenhall. Um, so we don't. I don't know that we per se have like a, a Waylon Bullball ish player yet, 
I think in that in that group, we're going to have a number of different weapons we can go to, though. So uh, we're excited about that. Well, uh, it sounds like you guys are, are potentially going to throw the ball a lot more than some of the other teams. But uh, my favorite part of, of this of the game of football is the offensive and defensive lines and the, what happens as soon as the ball's hiked and all the pushing and shoving and battling that goes on in there. Uh, if you're going to throw the ball, you need good guys that can block, you know, and if you're going to run the ball, you need good guys that can block. So what do you got? You got experience, you got size, uh, 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 you got youth and experience. What do you got? So we'll have two returning starters um, as seniors, and then we'll have a couple other guys step up to seniors. So right now um, we have four, four potential seniors that would be starting on the O-line, and, and we – you know, this is just camp. This is preseason. Looking at some depth chart stuff, um, but guys that could step in there, and then uh, yeah, so it's Lucas. So uh, Chase Holmes is a senior, and, and Nolan Scott. They haven't had a lot of varsity reps, but they're guys that we're looking for to step into those positions. And then uh, Christian Cortez and is would be a, a two-year starter for us. And Boston Barnhart has the potential to be a three-year starter for us. So we, we could be senior loading there, but uh, a little bit of inexperience at the varsity level. And then we have uh, some solid juniors and, and now a, a sophomore that could step into those roles as well. So we're looking forward to that competition, at least. Okay. Well, let's flip it over to the other side of the ball, man. I mean, uh, this is the, the, that defensive line, you know, it's where you stop the run. It's where you put pressure on the quarterback. It's you know, it's just set it without a good defensive line. It's all, almost nothing else really even matters. Uh, tell me about this fearsome foursome or fivesome or threesome or however you guys are putting them out there. Yeah, I mean, we could go four, three, or we could go four, four down, three down. Um, you know, we bring a backer up for five, two ish looking. Um, and one thing we're trying to do a lot this year is. I'm not saying we have the numbers to do it, but we want to be as two platoon as possible so we can keep guys fresh playing one side of the football. So, um, you know, up front, like uh, senior Catco, um, Andrew Catco, that is, and and then other than that, we're going to be a little, we're going to be pretty young up front, but uh, we have guys that can get after it though. So some guys I'm looking at are uh, Caden Johnson. He's a returner for us. Last year. he plays a sophomore on the D line. He's an animal up there. He gets after it like crazy. Uh, and then a, f a few younger guys, Trey Parks, Parker Jordan. Um, and then we have some of our offensive linemen that could come over to the defensive side too. So, it, you know, it's just kind of like putting the puzzle together. What makes us the best team? What What's going to give us the best chance to win and stay fresh on every Friday night? You know, barring injury. So, I, you know, I hope every team in the state goes injury-free this year. But more than likely, that's not going to happen. So, uh, we just got to hang on tight, take care of ourselves. Well, uh, my sports director, Scotty Melvin, who likes uh... – uh, linebackers like a farmer likes rain. Uh, uh, he'd like to hear about your your linebacker core. He just uh, he re he's just fascinated with linebackers. He thinks they're everything. Yeah, we have uh, so Don Pearsall, uh, who I mentioned earlier, starting our, or one of our starting running backs. Uh, he'll he'll be uh, a very important role. He'll play our Mike, um, and then he'd be backed up by sophomore AJ Walker, who. I mean, they, they look identical. They're both probably the two of the strongest kids we have on the team and explosive kids. So we're looking for that guy to go head hunting there. Not literally, but just going to make a lot of tackles for us. Um, and then uh, we have our, our Will Backer, where it, it could be a Tebeckist 
who that would put him two ways, or we can move AJ Walker over to the wheel as a sophomore, uh, Chase Holmes. So you, you kind of get some repeat guys, and that's one thing we're trying to avoid. Uh, and then we have our, our what we call our bandit, would be our strong backer, um, like uh, Trey Parks, who's a sophomore, but he's an animal. Um, like Merrick Pageant, who so Merrick is, you know, he's competing for that starting quarterback role. But if if we were to go in a different direction, then Merrick Pageant would fit into our our uh, our bandit position really nicely. So it's just we'll see how the preseason plays out. All right. Well, uh, you need turnovers. Uh, you need guys that can ball hawk. You need guys that can make a solo tackle in the open field, uh, almost like an eight man player. Uh, uh, but the, yeah, the backfield's a, a pretty critical part of this game, especially at the level you guys are at, because you're going to see the ball thrown a lot more. Uh, what do you got for the backfield that can stop the other team and, and get you guys the ball back? Yeah, so safeties we're looking at. So JT Baker, he'd be like a one-and-a-half guy, kind of like Dom. Those were our running back. So JT Baker, um, Caden Parker, Parker Lewis, Landon Ramos, and Jake Greenhouse. So we have five guys that are sophomore through seniors back there at safety. And then uh, at corner, uh, I mean, Maddox Ashman played there last year. Um, we might look to switch him to a little bit more corner. Um, we'll see how that plays out. But he's a junior force. He'll be on the field somewhere. And uh, uh, Jaden Durande at a corner. Um, Kane Boonder, Omar Garcia, Max Roach, Justin Buchanan. So, you know, it's it's early. We'll, we're just working to see what the right fit is and, and who works well together and uh, who's going to be the guys. Well, there's so many teams out here that are, you know, like Washington Demons losing 12 seniors, you know. But uh, on the other side of that, it's so exciting to follow a team like that because there's just so many young players you you, you didn't see before. You get to find out what they are. Those young players are going to get a start a little sooner than maybe those 12 seniors did, you know. Uh, but a lot of teams are replacing somebody that's pretty tough, uh, uh, pretty tough to replace. You had, uh, uh, I know some players that were drawing some college interest last year. Uh, who did you lose last year? Maybe did you get anybody into the college or, or, uh, or uh, who's going to be tough to replace? Yeah, so, I mean, probably one of the bigger names would be Waylon Bolivar. Uh He went on to play at Upper Iowa, so Division II. Um, he, he was a weapon for us on the outside and, and a safety. He, he did a lot of good things for us. So it's, you know, replace a guy like that, which – it's kind of like replaced by committee because like I said earlier, we have maybe no one to his potential yet, but we have guys that are going to get there. Um, so that, that's going to be exciting to watch. A, a Tatum Westerkamp, who was a, a big time player for us. He played outside linebacker. He was an animal out there. And then we, we were injury plagued with JT going down and some other running backs going down. And, and we asked Tatum to go to tailback and we never looked back. He was, he was a stud. He hit the, he had the little harder than anybody I've ever coached. And so, yeah, I mean, there's always guys that you replace with, but, you know, every team's doing it. So uh, you, you move on, and it's surprising how much growth a player can make from his sophomore year to his junior year to his senior year. And so that's what that what, that's what makes the game exciting for sure. Yeah, kids kind of grow up. They, they grow real fast, get a little awkward, you know, and then they kind of catch up with their growth, and then they start to really become uh, amazing athletes. I, I see it all the time, you know, as I'm watching whatever sport I'm watching. And, you, you just you, – you fall in love with these kids sophomore to senior, don't you, their development? Yeah, it's really interesting, especially if you even look from freshman to senior year. You look – you're like, man, I don't know if that kid's going to play for us. And that thought doesn't cross my mind anymore just because it's amazing if, if kids, 
you know, work hard and consistently train how much stronger and coordinated and athletic they can get by the time they're juniors and seniors. Yeah, it's it's a it's a game where if you have some skills uh, and you work on them and you do the fundamentals right, you can play this game and uh, uh, you can have a lot of fun and you can contribute to to some wins and some uh, uh, being a good teammate either either way. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you you know what you I know you've had practices, but a lot of that time is just ate up with finding kids the right helmet and the right shoulder pads and 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 getting their uniforms and everything. So. Uh, and I don't even know that you can even uh, – well, you can't practice in pads until you give them the pads. So that's two or three days into it. So I don't know. Are you into where you can use pads yet or not? So last week we had our camp, which we could have wore helmets uh, and stuff. We choose not to. Um, and actually we have beautiful weather. So, But last week we had a full week, and that's essentially practice for our freshmen through our, our seniors just without helmets and stuff. So today is our first official day of practice. Uh, we'll be helmets for two days, um, and then we'll be shells, so shoulder pads and helmets for the next three. And then Saturday morning will be our first official full padded practice. And, you know, that gets us to four practices until our scrimmage against the one link in the next Friday. So it goes by pretty quick when it hits this point, man. So you only have uh, a couple of weeks of full pad, full padded going at it full, full speed, uh, before the season starts, um, the way it kind of plays out. So yeah. you got a lot of tough decisions to make in a short amount of time. Now, do you got a scrimmage game or anything coming up? Yeah, so uh, two weeks from – well, so two Fridays from now, we'll take on Des Moines-Lincoln. Uh, we have a good thing going there with Coach Mathis. And we went to their place last year, so they're coming to us this year. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we're in a three-year – verbal contract with them and hopefully we'll extend that because it's a good it's a good scrimmage look for us um just because we're two teams that are probably not going to see each other during the preseason or or district play um with the history of how things have worked out so it's a nice hour trip for each of us so did you say that was home or away yeah it's, it's home well that's good year. that's real good to get a quick chance to see him now uh let's talk about that oh where are you opening up at? is it home or away and who are you playing yeah, we're at home against Washington. Oh well, that should be a pretty pretty good game then, huh? Uh, yeah, that's an old school rivalry, though, isn't it? Yeah, old Southeast Seven rivalry. Um, good Ooh. matchup too. I know I've talked to Coach Eric um, quite a few times throughout this off season. It sounds like our our teams are in similar positions with small senior classes, but uh, some good numbers coming up. So uh, we're we're excited about that matchup for sure. It seems like you guys play on a Saturday or, or Thursday or something during the season, don't you? We do week two. Uh, week two, we go to Hoover, and we were just talking as a coaching staff about that. And it, it's kind of exciting and stuff that we haven't really ever done, but it's a nice breakup to the season um, to it'll change up our schedule a little bit. So we'll probably come in on that Saturday right after Washington and give the kids Sunday off and go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then play Thursday, and then. Um, give the kids uh, a three-day weekend there. So um, it'll be interesting. It'll be a nice switch up for us. Well, it'd be great. It's great for Round Guy Radio, you know, because, uh, you know, I like to say that's the most important game of the night, you know. And uh, if you're the only one playing, that'll definitely be the case. Uh, But uh, uh, it does seem like you're going to get to play in a great venue. Now, they share a stadium, and that's why uh, uh, you're playing the Thursday night, isn't it? 
Yeah, so they do share a stadium, and I know there's a new stadium going in. I, so I, I'm not even exactly sure which stadium we're going to be playing. I don't know if the, the newer stadium's done yet or we're going to play at the old older facility. So either way, um, we're looking forward to heading up to Des Moines. That's a new matchup for us that we haven't had, and uh, so it'll be a good experience. Well, your uh, conference takes you to a lot of big – you're in a, 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 not just a tough conference, a brutal conference, but uh, – We'll talk about that here in a little bit, but I want to talk about that uh, uh, non-conference schedule because you got a lot of uh, 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 games that make sense, like Washington, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in there, and and the Washington Oskaloosa uh, uh, game. That's that's going to be good for your cash register. Uh, them Washington Demon fans, they'll go, uh, they'll easily make that trip to Oskaloosa to see this game. It's going to be a big game. It's going to be a big, big rowdy game with a couple of. Uh, um, uh, familiar communities going at it there. So uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, about, you know, what what other non-conference games you got besides these first two? So after Hoover, um, we would be home against Grinnell. So that's, again, another familiar foe. Uh, I mean, I think, I think in our history, we have more matchups against like uh, Grinnell. And then the next week we'd be out of Tumwa. And I believe that that's our 100th. 99th and then our 100th matchup against the Tumworth. That's what I was told during the offseason, so that's pretty special. Um, a lot of history there with those two teams. A lot of great games in those games. A lot of, uh, including, I believe, last year was like a last play of the game kind of uh, uh, a win, wasn't it? Yeah, it went down to the wire for sure. Yeah, and and those schools, you know, those schools, the, I just remember that old Southeast Iowa seven. That's what I played. That's when it made, it all made sense, you know. It, uh, now they got you going to Mars and back to play. <laughs> You're playing Mars and Jupiter, uh, but I mean, I don't. I, I just wish we could get one of these guys to make these schedule a globe sometime so they could see, you know, actually where these schools are. But let's talk about uh, what's probably going to be a pretty dang tough schedule, the conference schedule. Yeah, the district. So we would start at so after Atatoma, we're at Clear Creek, which you know that. That was a new matchup for us five, five or six years ago, but now this will be like our third or fourth meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're, we're becoming pretty familiar there. Uh, that's a good matchup. I mean, two schools that are pretty similar in size. They're a little bigger than us, but, uh, I mean, that's a quality matchup for us there. And then we go uh, – and then we have homecoming against Clinton, which – this is no disrespect to Clinton. I have no, no clue what Clinton has. I've never really – seen any film on film on me either just because they're always they're on that far east side of the state and i, I saw I, I saw them a couple times last year actually that's uh you know that david johnson that played for arizona cardinals yeah that's where he went to school at uh okay they did not have a great record last year in fact i'm not sure they won any games but uh i watched them play burlington and another team that was real good and they gave them all they could handle they seemed like they you know had really good special teams and uh they had a quarterback that could throw and receivers that, that could catch the ball deep. Yeah, uh, pretty versatile offense. They do a lot of running, a lot of sweeping, a, uh, a lot of passing the ball. They mix it up pretty well. They got a lot of talent. Uh, it's not going to be easy, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. We're always going to give every team our full respect. And, you know, we, we have no room to talk. We went 1-8 last year, so we're not going to overlook a single team. I guarantee you that. Okay. Um, so following Clinton, uh, we would go to, oh boy, to Xavier. Jeez. 
Um, you know, and that's, that it's new for Oskaloosa, I guess, but this will be like the fourth time we've played them in the last five years. So, um, it, it, it's, it's not new anymore. So we better strap it up and be ready. They're probably one of the most disciplined teams. Uh, and, and they have numbers like you want to believe. Uh, so I think they dressed like one sophomore last year, but I, it, that means nothing. They're well coached. They're super disciplined in what they do. Um, we had some success with them, um, off offensively and then we kind of broke down there and they rolled away from us like they did most now, you teams put a lot of points on the board against them you had them kind of worried there for a while uh we moved the ball a little bit um and you know no team had scored on them in our district the entire year so uh it's it's a tough matchup but you know what it's you, you have to look forward to matchups like that we, we have an opportunity to go surprise a bunch of people um win or lose let's go compete and play really hard and 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 just see what see what we got well, uh, who's after that? So following that, we have Burlington, who, uh, again, is kind of a, I guess that's a Southeast 7 look there a little bit. Uh, but uh, we've had them the last last two years, so this will be a, another somewhat familiar matchup for us. And, you know, we got them at home two years ago, and then they got us at their place. And, man, it's tough. What I remember about that Burlington game was is it's just hard hitting. And, and that's just uh, it's, it's going to be that type of game again. So uh, we're looking forward to that matchup. And then we finish the year at um, at North Scott, which, cool. you know, I know. Barely any I've home heard, games at all. How, how many home games do you get in this whole deal? So we're, we have five. So Burlington would be at home. Okay. Well, that's good. And then, and then we finish at North Scott. Well, there's a lot of big – a lot of – I just – there isn't any any team that you play in conference that's not bigger than you, is it? No. So yeah, with the with it going five A, we're four A. I think we're we're one of the smaller four A teams. So you know, we we might might as well take on that David mentality. Let's let's go out and beat beat down some giants. Well, it's uh, uh, going to be a pretty exciting season. I I think it's going to. I mean, I just really feel like uh, uh, that Oskaloosa Washington game is going to be really set the tone for this season for one of those two teams, or, or at least if you guys can go out and play well, you could spark off of that and really turn your season into something, couldn't you? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously every coach is going to say this but one game at a time, but we definitely want to build some momentum heading into our district, and it's not going to be easy. I have all, nothing but respect for Washington and, and Hoover and Grinnell and Atumwa, but uh, one game at a time, and we're going to look to build so that when we step in the district, we're playing um, – the best football we can be playing at that time. Well, how can our listeners kind of follow the uh, Oskaloosa Indians? You have a couple. Uh, you're one of the Thunder Country teams. You've got a, a Indian vision. You guys do uh, uh, some of the best. You're one of the best schools around at making your games available through streaming. Yeah, so Sam Parsons is broadcasting KVOE, and then uh, I believe so. I haven't heard any different there. And then uh, Jamie Brockman will be doing the Indians Network stream. Um, so both of those are opportunities to, to listen in and, and the Indians Network too if, if they let the broadcast go that you could uh, actually watch the games if you go that direction. So that, that's uh, real good. And uh, uh, well, we'll try to check in with you uh, just before the season starts a little bit, you know, because you'll, you know, then we'll know a little bit more about some of your rosters and and who's healthy and and who's going to start, and we'll we'll get to a little bit of insight on that Washington games. Well, thanks for being with us. Anything else you want to talk about that we didn't get a chance to? 
No, Dave, I appreciate you reaching out and uh, doing the interview. Well, we got a lot of listeners over there. Uh, that's uh, Round Guy's hometown there. Uh, I know he's all he, – he says, uh, 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 i tell you one thing. No matter who they play, he picks Oski every week because <laughs> <laughs> he says he, he doesn't want to get thrown tomatoes at the grocery store. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you.